My name is Amanda. And I'm Kristen. And, and we, we are the Extra Sisters. So sit back, relax, and let's get creepy. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers yes. out there. This episode's going to be a little bit different. So obviously you figured out it's a little bonus episode since it's being uploaded on a Sunday mm-hmm. and not a Monday. But going forward, this episode is going to be a little bit different. So Kristen and I both interviewed our mothers separately. And so you will hear her talk to her mom and you will hear me talk to my mom. And I would just like to mention real quick, I took all my recording equipment with me to a little town in Texas and we recorded in my mom's dining room on her dining room table. And it's a little noisier than you're used to. <laughs> she likes to talk with her hands a lot, and I didn't want to stop her from getting into the stories. So there's a lot of uh, yeah. table sounds. <laughs> I had a lot of fun. Did you have fun with your mom? I did. My mom did that a couple times, too. And then you try to get them to repeat it, and then they would just start from the middle again. It's like- yeah, that's what, yeah. I, like, my mom's dog would come to the door and scratch, and she'd stop mid-sentence. But instead of starting the sentence over, she would just continue the sentence. So, which is fine. And we had a really good time, and that's all yeah. that matters. It's just a cute little episode for us to do with our moms and I was really excited to get my mom's perspective on horror because one she hates it and two she was alive when all these iconic like Halloween and The Exorcist and all those came to theaters and were buzzed about so it's it was cool to hear that perspective yeah I liked getting my mom's opinion on stuff because she's the one who introduced me to horror so that was Mm -hmm. pretty cool and it was interesting both of our moms you'll notice later but both of our moms kind of noted that they felt like bad parents that we were into horror. Yeah. I found that interesting. Even my mom liking horror felt like a bad mom. My mom and I were actually drinking wine together the night before we recorded. And she was like, well, what are you going to ask me so I can prepare? And she got like really into Mm -hmm. it. And I didn't quite get that same energy the second time because it was like, we did it in the morning and Mm -hmm. we weren't drinking wine. But she was telling me, you know, there wasn't a lot that her and my dad fought about. But me being so into horror Mm -hmm. was one thing that they thought about all the time that's really interesting because my mom did kind of the same thing it it wasn't the night before but like an hour before she went through all the questions and she was getting so excited about the answers and then the mic came on and she was like very leveled and she wasn't excited I'm like come on yeah (laughs) but it was still a lot of fun it was cool my mom was like oh this is your mic like oh Mm -hmm. it was just cool to see her you know get excited about because she doesn't really I realized when I was in Texas with her she doesn't really know how to listen so mm. now she's gonna have to yeah because exactly she's in one exactly <laughs> so i'll just have to send her the youtube or the audio file and just say click this and you can listen to it yeah it was definitely a fun episode i'm glad we did it yeah so like, like we said sit back relax and uh i hope you enjoy us interviewing our mothers about horror in our podcast yeah i'm Kristen, and i bring you my mom kathy hi Thanks for being on. I'm excited to be here with you guys. Happy Mother's Day. Thanks. This is going to come out on Mother's Day, so this is my only present to you. No, I joke. (laughs) So my mom has a pretty special birthday. Actually, a lot of people in our family have pretty special birthdays. I'm two days after Christmas. That's easy to remember, but you have an even better one, especially for me who loves horror movies. You were born on Halloween. Absolutely. How was that growing up? It was great. My brothers and sisters hated it. Um, they, <laughs> Why? They always talk about the fact that they couldn't go trick-or-treating the day I was born, but too bad, so sad for them. I absolutely loved it. I told everybody when we were trick-or-treating, and I always ended up with extra treats. So, Oh, um, of course. It was yeah, great. Sure. I it's my birthday, too. My birthday. It was a lot of fun, even when you were little. 
how yep. you never knew what you were going to wake up to in the morning. If it was going to no. be blood dripping from the milk or eyeballs or in the fridge. spiders just sitting there, yeah. Yeah, or anything. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that helped a lot. That really, I, I, you embraced your birthday and that definitely led to me getting into horror. Absolutely. Because you liked that stuff. Mm-hmm. So what's your favorite horror movie? My favorite one, I would have to say, is the actually the original Halloween. Um, yeah, I just absolutely. like it. It's just, I don't know, just classic. Yeah. I don't think everything needs to be remade, and I just like the, the old-time classic stuff. Oh, yeah. Michael Myers is my man. Yep. I love him. Yep. He's amazing. It's what I tell everybody about you, that you could argue the difference between Michael Myers and Jason Voorhees, and, you know, why one is better than the other, and the whole bit. <laughs> Michael's always better. It's always better. <laughs> What about the Rob Zombie Halloween? I know you and I saw uh, so, that, like, a little bit. So <laughs> that, I think, is the worst movie on the planet. As you and I talked about halfway through it, that we wanted our money back in the two hours of our lives. I think that he just took way, 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 way too much creative license. Didn't even follow the storyline. And I guess it's because I love the original so much that I know that storyline so well that it... Uh, just think it was uh, wrong of him to to take it the direction that he did yeah that's the first and only movie i have ever walked out of which i saw mm-hmm. with you so we yep. walked out of it yep i'm sure i'll give it another chance in this podcast but um i think what rob zombie did with his personal life was a little extreme and a little gross and unneeded agreed but going along with you know movies that you and i have seen together horror movies i mean like paranormal activity yeah just to let you guys know that Kristen and I are the kind of people that are the ones that sit in the back of the movie theater and laugh at everybody as they're screaming. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So. I'm not one of those who comes in with a blanket prepared to be scared. I'm like, bring it. Right? It's going to be hilarious. Exactly. And we did do that with Paranormal Activity. That was pretty yes, good. Yes, we sure did. We like going when the movies are just about to leave the theater when we're the only ones in there so we can yeah. talk and laugh and joke and... Yeah, and that's not to say we're laughing at it because it's stupid. I still love Paranormal Activity. Oh, yeah. But it was fun to laugh at other people. So what got you into horror movies? My sisters. How? What did they do? My older sisters, they used to love watching a lot of that stuff. And my older brothers. I'm, for those of you who don't know me in my family history, I'm the youngest of eight. So my siblings have always picked on me and (laughs) jumped out and scared me and things like that. So I kind of grew up... you know, okay with it all, but oh, yeah. let's um, talk about that for a second, actually. So you got to tell <laughs> that story about why you're afraid of clowns and all that. Okay, so when I was uncle. little, 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 my father was in the Air Force, and we were stationed in the Philippine Islands. And my oldest brothers, who are 11 and 12 years older than I am, thought that it would be absolutely hysterical to scare the crap out of their baby sister. So I'm toddling through the yard and all of a sudden from alongside the house, my older brothers jumped out in front of me and screamed as loud as they could with these big masks from the Philippine Islands. So I've always kind of had a thing. If I can't see your eyes, I won't look at you. Guys that have big bushy beards and things like that, I can't stand. It was horrible in the 80s with the mirrored sunglasses. Yeah, I bet. It was was bad. But yeah, we would, you know, on Saturday mornings here in Colorado Springs, and every Saturday at two o'clock on Channel 2, we had uh, like the old B-Flick horror movies and we would all just hang out and sit around and 
watch all of those and I had one of my sisters that would sit there with the blanket like right up underneath her eyeballs or with her hands over her prepared to cover her right exactly with just just barely you know her fingers opened up just barely so she could peek through them and she still does that to this day and she just turned 60. (laughs) (laughs) That's great that's gonna be me with the grudge I'm sorry they can keep making a billion of them I'm still gonna look at it like oh god oh god oh god look away look away. So she says that about the grudge because I have a gift to tell stories. And two of my sisters and I had gone to see the grudge and I came home and proceeded to tell my daughter about this movie. (laughs) Scene by scene. And just imagine, like, she's a great storyteller. And I was so creeped out just by what she was telling me. And then we went to the movie and I couldn't even watch it. I was like covering my eyes like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. And to this day, I still can't watch that movie all the way through. Well, we also lived in a house at that point in time. We had rented it temporarily. And it had creepy stairs that something could crawl behind. (laughs) It's a very narrow, narrow staircase, just like the old houses in Massachusetts. And it had a landing at the top of the stairs and then another step up to the left. So you really couldn't see if there was anything coming down the hallway. Oh, God, it was horrible. So for the longest time, we only lived in that house another like three or four months after that. Before we bought our home. And yeah, she would, she hated going up and down the stairs at that point. Just picture in the movie when she's crawling down the stairs at the end and she's like, you see her arm around the corner and then you see the other arm and you just see more of it. That's what I envisioned every time going up those stairs. Yep. What was your scariest? Scariest movie I ever saw? So Nightmare on Elm Street is probably the one that scares me the most. And I don't know why. I don't know if it was just my age when it came out. I would have been, you know, late teens, early 20s. But it just, I watched half of it, never finished the rest of it. And I've never seen any of the rest of them. Yeah, I remember that I had never seen that with you because you and I used to chicken nuggets and paint our fingernails and watch horror movies. And I remember that was never on our list. No. And when I was older, I decided to binge all in one night and watched all of the Freddy Krueger movies. And, and had that work out for you? It was great. Cool. I loved it. Those are the best <laughs> nights. I remember sitting downstairs the corner and we binged Hellraiser and Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street and all of those. That was that was the most fun watching all those movies. So Kristen is very much should be doing this for a living. However young, however horrible people might think that I am. But when she was seven or eight years old is when I think we really started watching horror movies together with The Shining and The Omen and the original Halloween and things like that. But I kept Friday the 13th away from her until she was a little bit older. <laughs> But yeah, we absolutely would watch, like I said, The Shining and The Omen and well, the that's original good. Halloween. Stick with some and, of the psychological like ones. That. I was too young right, to understand, exactly. but and it was then, still fun for you. Right. And then when you know other things started coming out, the psychological thrillers like Silence of the Lambs. So those were like my first horror movies that you remember showing me. Yeah. Well, do you remember what your first horror movie was? I remember mine was The Omen. So you know, I, I think back when you asked me to do this with you, and I. Th- it's got to be probably Frankenstein or Dracula or one of those ones from way, way, way back. Again, it would have been something that we would have seen on Channel 2 at 2 o'clock on Saturday afternoons. The best ones. I mean, Universal Monsters are the best ones. Oh, absolutely. And with Lon Chaney and Lon Chaney Jr. being from Colorado Springs, you know, we... That's true. I had forgotten about that. Right? We all loved the, you know, 
all of those monster flicks like that. Elvira's from Colorado Springs as well. Yeah, we had actually talked about her recently in uh, our Women in Horror episode. That was really cool about how she had burns covering her body and stuff like that and how she was from Wasson and they picked on her. It was really sad. But now she's the sex symbol, so worked out for her. Have you seen her lately? She still looks beautiful. Yeah, she does. She's getting ready to start up more stuff with the uh, Mistress of the Macabre. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Are there any horror movies that you're just flat out too afraid to see? I think some of the new ones, as I've gotten older, Mm -hmm. it's harder to watch them. I need to watch them like during the day and then have other things for my mind to do later in the afternoon. Yeah, you surprised me because you guys, I actually watched The Poltergeist with her the other day and she ended up having nightmares after that. But then later on, I hear her go, I want to see Curse of La Llorona. And I'm like, I didn't say I wanted to see it. I said it looked awesome. (laughs) Scary awesome. (laughs) Saw the previews and it looked awesome. (laughs) Just because I struggle watching them nowadays doesn't mean that I don't still like them. No, that's fair. That's me in the grudge. Like, they're coming out with another one next year. I'll go see it. I'm terrified, but I'll go see it. (laughs) That's part of the fun is finding something that's going to scare the crap out of you. Absolutely. What about, I know you hate clowns. What about it? Have you seen either of them? No. No desire? No, none at all. Love Stephen King. You know he went to school with your grandfather Mm -hmm. um, at University of Maine at Orono. Yeah, they were in the Um, same English class, right? Correct. That's very cool. Yeah. That's one of those history Um, things I'll tell my kids. (laughs) Right. So, yes, we have all read all of Stephen King's books and things like that, but it was hard enough to read through, let alone watch the movie. So, yeah, I'm good. (laughs) I know who Pennywise is, but I don't need to to go any farther from that. You have read through it? Oh, yes. And even working on it it's difficult the, the new one just seeing the previews for it I'm, I'm good yeah i'm good i hope you all enjoyed it i think it was probably a fabulous remake oh but, it was amazing um yeah i don't think i could watch it those scars guard boys are fantastic huh. that's pennywise love tim curry but <laughs> both pennywises are good in very very different ways good good series though that i like you know talking about all the different Halloweens and all the different versions of, or, you know, Friday the 13th 1, Friday the 13th 18, Friday the 13th 26, you know, all of those. <laughs> yeah. I still think the best one had to be, by far, is Final Destination. Oh, I love Final Absolutely Destination. Absolutely love, even, even the crappy one, number three. But the, I like, it was original. Mm-hmm. It, it's, I like the psychological thrillers anyway, being a psychologist. Mm-hmm. And how they really wrapped it all together in five they they answered any questions anybody could have had and they really pulled it all together i just think that that is phenomenal because most franchises don't do that kind of stuff yeah i i loved it and i actually read recently i hadn't even thought of this that they consider final destination a slasher and i'm like shit that makes sense because death is the one that's slashing people like he is the killer that's true you don't see him but right. that kind of makes sense. I'm like, oh. Yeah, that is true. I like, though, how it really has become part of our vernacular. And, I mean, I catch myself a lot of times driving down the road going, okay, I'm getting, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's I'm changing lanes. This know. is very Final Destination for me. <laughs> this is too Final Destination, so I'm moving. Yeah, definitely. That I remember that everything happened when we moved out to Massachusetts in my freshman year. Because I remember that's when Final Destination 2 was a big thing. Yep. And the garage was a big thing. Yep. And all of that. Which that house was haunted also yes so it was just shitty all around correct 
<laughs> Leave it to my sisters to choose that house for us. Yeah. I remember telling you, I feel something, I feel something. And you're like, no, there's nothing here. And then after we move, you're like, oh, yeah, your uncle told me that some shit went down in that house. And I'm like, I fucking told you. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> do you have any paranormal experiences? Oh, I absolutely do. Probably when I was a, I think I was in eighth grade or a freshman in high school, we, my parents had had a, a house built mm-hmm. in a part of town that for decades, eons, had just been pasture land, just prairie land okay. um, here in Colorado Springs, way on the, the east side of town, which ironically that house is, feels nowadays like it's in the middle of town. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, when I was out there, everything was still dirt roads and we were like the only house within, uh, I don't know. A couple of blocks that the foundations were poor but the houses weren't built yet when we moved in okay and i had gotten sick and ended up with pneumonia and things really started to progress after while i was sick actually and i could feel someone watching me all the time not like they were going to hurt me but i just knew that there was always a presence around me mm-hmm. and it really started like i said when i was when i had pneumonia and you know, I'd be the only person in the house and I would get out of the shower or step out of the bathroom and walk across the hallway and I could feel someone in the hallway. Mm, that's um, creepy. It got to the point where I could feel it anytime I walked around the house. My mother could feel it. My my brother right next to me, we were the only ones that lived in that house. Everybody else had gotten married and moved away. And my mother would feel it as well. My father just doesn't believe in any of this. So he thought we were all full of hooey. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I could start pulling in the driveway after school and I could feel it like as soon as I would touch the doorknob to the house. And then I told my brother and my mother one day that when I, it, when I could feel it not on our property mm-hmm. is when I wasn't coming home. <laughs> so I actually had gone and stayed with one of my sister's which was closer to my work. That's the excuse we used for my dad. But I had uh, gone and stayed with her for a while. And we, her and I had gone down to the library and done some investigative work. And mm-hmm. it happened that there was a wagon train that had gone across that prairie land where our house was built. Mm-hmm. And some epidemic had come through and wiped out like half of the people. It wasn't a settlement at the time. It was just a wagon train that was Mm -hmm. moving through, but it had killed a whole bunch of them. So there were a bunch of people that were buried in that area. Mm -hmm. And we had seen some pictures of them. And one of the girls ironically looked identical to me. And I was, and I was about her age. I was probably that 14, 15 years old when I got sick is about the age that she was when she died. So, so someone freaked out and saw their baby dying Right, again. so I'm assuming it was probably her dad or maybe her brother that was trying to watch over me and protect me. You think it was as, definitely a male, though? Uh, oh, it was absolutely a male figure. And that, you know, that they were just trying to make sure that I was okay and that I wasn't going to die when I was so sick. But, yeah, after we found out what it was and we knew that it wasn't anything that was scary or harmful to us, that my mother had hired someone and they had come in and scrubbed the whole house down and mm-hmm. used the sage in the whole bit and helped him understand that I was safe and that I was okay and that I wasn't his daughter but you know Mm -hmm. thank you for worrying move on now go ahead and then the house was pretty clean after that even more reason to believe in reincarnation man exactly wasn't there a time when you like felt him turning a corner yeah like you felt um, him down the block 
Yeah, so we, my house was the second in from the corner and I was coming up a main street and our backyard touched that main street and I could feel it as I was driving by the house. And then as I turned the first corner, which would have been the side of our house, I could really feel it. And then once I turned to the corner again, I could like almost feel him standing there on the sidewalk waiting for me to get home. That's so creepy. And that was, I never even went back in the house. I drove right up to my sister's house and said, I'm staying with you for (laughs) a while till we figure this out. So, So, but I mean, we've had, you and I've had several experiences before. I mean, I have one of my sisters passed away when I was 10. She was uh, two weeks short of her 20th birthday. And Kristen and her cousins probably know her like she's still alive. And Kristen has even experienced her presence uh, several times. When things are really bad or getting really stressful, she shows up inevitably every time. And she, that I know of, has done that with all members of the family Mm -hmm. so she definitely keeps a close eye which is pretty cool yep didn't something happen to grandma in that house yes so my parents had gotten divorced in that same house that i'm talking about after we had cleaned it one time and my mom after my parents got divorced started taking a bunch of classes in reading tarot cards and crystals and on and on and on and i think in her infancy of learning it all I think maybe she invited some things into the house that she probably should not have and a friend of hers was over one day and they were moving a mattress from the we lived in a split level so it would have been the third floor down to the the main level and she could feel somebody pushing on her as she's trying to carry the mattress down the the stairs and she thought it was one of my brothers that was in the house and he hadn't even gotten home from work yet and was you know pushing on her back so uh, her and her friend talked about it and they tried to clean the house the best they could and then they called their friend of theirs that they were taking all these classes from and she came over and cleaned the house again that's me when amanda plays at the ouija board (laughs) i go over with sage no, that's why you, you don't mess with that stuff unless you're actually competent in it. You bring stuff you don't need to bring. That's exactly right. So what did you think of me starting this podcast? I think it's outstanding. I think it's so cool. It's right right in your wheelhouse. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know so much about this. I just, I love the horror movies, but you can debate them and argue them and look at all the fine nuances of them so much more than I can. I can do that with the psychological thrillers, but you can mm-hmm. do it with just the flat out the horror movies. Yeah, it's... So I'm basically working two jobs right now with editing and research and all of this stuff. And honestly, it doesn't feel like a job. It feels like so much fun. Mm-hmm. So I'm really happy that I met my best friend who also gets into this stuff. Who's my other daughter? <laughs> yeah. So thank you for Thanks coming for on and joining me. us. This is really fun. I, I don't know what we're going to do next year, but we'll do something else for Mother's Day. So this happy Mother's Day to all the other moms out there. All the other horror-loving moms. Damn straight. And happy Mother's Day to Renee, because up next you're going to hear Amanda and Renee talk about their ideas on horror and paranormal. Yep. Till then, stay creepy. Welcome to our podcast, Mama. Thanks. It's fun. So my mom's name is Renee, and happy Mother's Day. Thank you. Even though I know we're recording this a little earlier than Mother's Day. Oh, thanks. So what did you think growing up, like when I was growing up, watching all these horror movies? I was horrified. (laughs) I did not like it. Your dad loved horror movies. And so he was excited because he had somebody that loved him as much as he did. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's one of the things, one of the only things we really fought over was you watching 
slasher and horror movies and seeing blood and guts and gore and violence. I didn't like it. Chad didn't like it. So he and I would go hide in the bedroom and watch Disney movies while you and Dad watched Saw or something. But it was fun for the two of you. You had a good time watching them together. Yeah. But I was just, that was not something that I... I, I, Enjoyed. No. And it wasn't really anything I encouraged. (laughs) Yeah. You were alive when Kristen and I would have loved to have been alive in the 70s and the 80s when really good, iconic chorus started coming out. Right. So what did you see in theaters that you remember? Oh, I think the one that was the most memorable was The Exorcist. And I actually was, like, getting sick at my stomach, you know, all tensed up. And Did they really pass out barf bags? No, I, not at the theater, but I was okay. at a theater in Garland, Texas. You yeah, know. They right. They weren't. Wasn't big... No, they weren't uh, very up with the times there were probably theaters in dallas that did but yeah garland they didn't but it was just the scariest thing i'd ever seen and of course i think i had just turned 17 so i was just allowed in the theaters and mm-hmm. that was my first mm-hmm. of all of all things that was my first horror movie on the big screen mm-hmm. after that i saw the omen movies and they were pretty terrifying to me i guess because they were kind of i don't know based on some religious, mm-hmm. you know, background. Well, that's what bothers me. Like, The Exorcist, The Omen, all the possession movies, they bother me more, I think, because it's a scarier on, like, a like a spiritual kind of level. Right. Where it could be real. Right. Because if you believe in God, you have to believe in devils and demons and all these things, whereas, right. like, Michael Myers coming and killing you is right. not. Like, right. it's scary, but in a different Yeah, different in a totally different way. way. Yeah. Right. It's more a, uh, I guess... I don't know. It was just, to, but the Exorcist movie. I remember after I saw it, I went home and crawled in bed with my parents, and my my dad was like, "Oh no, this is not going to work." At seventeen and years seventeen old. years old, I'm crawling in bed with my parents because I can't sleep by myself. So finally, I think my mom. I don't remember which one of them it was, but I think it was my mom that went and got in bed in my bed with me so that my dad could get some sleep. <laughs> After they told you not to go. After they the told me place. not to go. Yeah, they told me not to go see it. They're like, don't go see that. Don't go see that. Don't go see that. We you know, we forbid you to see that. But, you know, of course, 17 years old. You were like, I'm all my anyway. friends were going. I'm going to. So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Have you watched it since then? Yeah, I've seen it on TV since then. And it's still, still. terrifying. I don't even think I watched it the second time I saw I mean, like on TV, I don't yeah. think I watched the whole thing. I think I just left. You know, I'm like, I'm not going to watch this. And it was with your dad Mm. in the early days, you know, before you guys. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not going to watch this. I'm going to bed. (laughs) So there was a ghost growing up in our house. Something, yes, a spirit of some kind seemed. How did you find that out? Well, you know, it was just one of those things that you just experienced. Mm -hmm. You could kind of feel this presence and then you could look over into I mean from our from our den you know into our living room dining room area and the kitchen you just kind of had to look over your left shoulder Mm -hmm. if you were sitting on the sofa and you could kind of see this little what would you call it apparition I don't know it looked to me it looked like like a man fog (laughs) kind of a something little cloudy foggy going from the living room into the kitchen see to me it just looked like a figure that was like darker than the dark mm-hmm. that was like actually like just kind of gliding yeah from one place to another yeah 
And to me, it was kind of like, it was just motion. You could just, it was just like some motion. Mm-hmm. And it was always at the same place. And you would, I mean, I would see it late at night, you know. But, yeah. I mean, and I think there were a lot of people that experienced it. You know, probably almost everybody that ever all stayed my, at our house. All my friends did. Oh, they like, did? After, after I told them that there was something in the house. Like, I remember I was with Brittany and Annie at the same time. And I was like, hey, have you ever noticed something goes from here to here in the middle of the night? And Annie started crying. Yeah. Because she'd seen it, and Brittany was just like, oh, my God. Horrified. You know? Petrified. Because yeah. mm-hmm. she probably lived there, too, at the time. Right. And then the story kind of came full circle because I played Bunko with a group of women. And one of the women was a real estate agent in Forney. And she was a lot younger than me. You know, she's probably 28, maybe mm-hmm. 30. And um, we were talking about my house because one of the other girls that was there said... Hey, didn't you used to live on Valley View? Mm-hmm. And Angela said, yeah, I lived, you know, almost at the corner of Valley View and University, like three houses down. Mm-hmm. And, of course, that got my attention because we were three houses down from the corner. Yeah. And uh, so we started talking and come to find out her brother had passed away after I heard that. And he did not pass away in the house. Right. But he did. That's where he grew up. Mm-hmm. And so uh, she actually laughed and said, oh, it's probably my brother because, you know, he was always in the kitchen in the middle of the night making like peanut butter sandwiches or, you know, snacking around. Yeah. And my mom would get on to him because he'd leave a mess and, you know, she'd find it every morning. So, you know, may or may not be him. It was just that we met. It was such an interesting meeting that we put that together just at a bunco game. Yeah. And there was something in the house that definitely... Yeah. Which bedroom did it come from, mine or my brother's? I would. Th- I think it came from Chad's. Do you think it came from Chad's bedroom? That's good. That's of course, we're not going to tell him that. <laughs> no. Yeah, because you, neither you nor Chad have really ever warmed up to horror. No. Even later. No. You know, I grew up, uh, when I grew up, the first kind of horror thing that I ever was exposed to and it was something that came on after school and my brothers especially steve loved it it was called dark shadows Mm -hmm. have you heard of that dark shadows was a soap opera that was you know just vampires right a vampire family basically and it was a continuing story so every day there was like a new Episode. episode on and uh, you know my brother Steve couldn't wait to see it so you know we would all sit in front of the TV and watch it and that wasn't it wasn't really that scary it wasn't you know it was yeah. so soft and and I remember not even really liking that that much because you just, yeah, I just don't like I'm just not I just don't like that kind of tension I get so tense yeah when I watch scary movies when you took me to see it <laughs> I mean, I had my eyes closed almost the entire time, but even the music made me, you know, and that's part of it. That's what it's, yeah, that's what it's supposed to do. Yeah, yeah that's exactly what it did to me. I mean, yeah. I was so tense sitting there and so afraid, and I wasn't even watching it. I remember at the theater, there was a younger kid sitting next to you that just, like, adopted you as his mama. Yeah. The theater. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, he was afraid of his, as I was. Have you seen a horror movie since it? came out in, in theaters no 
Have you watched any at all? No. No? So you just watch them when I'm around? Sometimes Rusty will watch them, but I usually go to sleep. I mean, I can I can seriously go to sleep. Yeah. I focus on going to sleep when those things are on. Put an effort into it. Yeah. (laughs) Did you see Carrie when it came out? Oh, yeah. That one was scary, too. All of them were scary. But I don't think that it was as scary as the exorcist the omen movies yeah it was still scary but and i remember i saw it you know on a date but i was a little bit older or maybe i wasn't i don't remember but the I, omen was 76 i think and the exorcist was 73 so you were yeah a i was older. older you were in your 20s yeah or late teens early, yeah yeah anyway i remember that i mean i thought the carrie movie was really good but it was scary yeah Especially the parts. It wasn't like the blood falling down parts, but it was the parts after that where they were more spiritual, you know, in nature, where she was doing all these things with her mind. Killing everybody, messing everybody up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, that one was really scary. I'm trying to think of others that I've seen at the movie theater. Oh, one time. Now, this one wasn't really a, you know, a serious scary movie, but it was called Creep Show. Uh-huh. Wasn't it? I think that's what it was called. Uh-huh. Anyway, I went there on a date, and I ended up, it was at my date and his little brother. We took his little brother with us, and we went to this movie theater near the mall. And about, I don't know, 20 or 30 minutes into the movie, I get up and I said, you know, I'm going to go play video games. You're not doing that? <laughs> not going to watch Creep Show. Not going to watch Creep Show. I mean, it was gross. It was just gross. This was like roaches and crawling out of people's noses and mouth and oh it was just disgusting so I went to the lobby and started playing video games and while I was in the lobby playing video games the phone rings well at that time there was a pay phone on the wall in the movie theater Mm -hmm. and it rang and the manager went over and answered it and he's like yes 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 sir and then he hangs up and then he dials 911 and has the fire department come out because it was a bomb threat. <laughs> well, he, of course, has to evacuate the theater, and he gives everybody tickets, and all the way home, my my uh, date <laughs> said that I, that was planned by me, that I had done that to get <laughs> him out of the theater and go home. Because <laughs> you didn't want to have anything to do with creep show. Creep show. No <laughs> creep show for me. Do you remember the first horror movie I ever watched? Your dad probably would, but I don't. You know? I remember watching Signs really early oh, signs. now i did watch that movie with y'all that's a little different but yeah it yeah. still scared me yeah i think it was the, i watched signs with y'all and there was another movie that was very spiritual and it was it, it was the the one with um bruce willis <laughs> the sixth sense the yes mm-hmm. I, I watched that whole movie so you watched the two m night Shyamalan movies <laughs> yeah yeah they were really good and uh but the sixth sense was really good, and um, you know there wasn't any, there wasn't a lot of blood and guts and gore and body slamming against. So I don't like violent yeah. movies anyway. Yeah. And so that one was really interesting to me. Have yeah. you ever? So you've watched, you liked Science, and you like the Sixth Sense. Has there ever been one you've actually enjoyed? I think I really liked the Sixth Sense. I think that was a really good. You actually enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I think that was a really good movie, and I loved the way it ended. You know, because I never had figured it out till the really right. at the end. Till that M Night Shyamalan twist. So it was twist. quite, it, yeah, it was quite a surprising ending to me. So it was really good. 
When The Exorcist came out, do you remember the phenomenon that it was? Was it really? Because I can only see, like, you know, little videos and newscastings from back in the 70s mm-hmm. about, you know, crowds being, like, wrapped around the building and people passing oh. out and oh, throwing yeah. up. Yeah, there was a lot of that. I mean, I don't think I saw it for probably the first couple of weeks it was out because you couldn't hardly get into it. And it isn't like today where you could go online and buy a ticket. Mm-hmm. You had to wait for the box office to open yeah. and then buy a ticket. Right. And usually it was at showtime, yes. you know, or near. Mm-hmm. So you really couldn't buy a lot of tickets in advance and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, so uh, I think it had been out for a few weeks before I even seen it because, yes, wrapped around buildings, mm-hmm. um, people passing out i think there were a lot of like parents that got real upset you know the yeah. you know the churches were having sermons about it and really well i mean you know they were encouraging their parents not the the parents not to let your children see it and you know all that kind of stuff when we are in deep south bible bible belt, belt. yeah you know and it would be like Elvis back in the day when he came out and all right. they were oh lord we're all gyrating hips <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so I mean it was a big deal it was a big deal that's, and it was very controversial oh I bet that's so cool. do you remember when Halloween came out that was more of an indie film at the time it didn't yeah I don't even remember ever seeing I don't know that I've ever even seen Halloween in that sad what yeah, I don't think I've ever seen it beginning to end. Did you did you know that when Dad would be up watching TV, we had the sunroom, which is that wall, you know, that wall of glass, and you can see from the living room into the den. Mm-hmm. Did you did y'all know that I used to just stand there and watch whatever you guys were watching? No, and you never figured that out. <laughs> Not really. And if I got caught, or if y'all got up, I would just lay on the sofa so you couldn't see me, instead of run back to my room because I knew I'd make too much noise. <laughs> So oh. that was one of the first times I saw. I don't remember. I don't know which Halloween it was because there are so many of them. Well, he was probably watching that one by himself. Yeah, well, he was. It wasn't me with him. Yeah, <laughs> he was. What was the one with Jamie Lee Curtis? Halloween. Oh, that was Halloween. Mm-hmm. See, I never really, I'm sorry. I just never watched all of it. I mean, it was a big deal, too. You know, people really enjoyed. Well, when Halloween came out, it was more of like a low budget indie film and they mm-hmm. didn't anticipate it to take off the way that it did but it did what about the 80s did you do any of the friday the 13th or nightmare on elm street or the fly or anything like that no 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 i'm, I'm probably you, not a good su- uh, subject here no, because I, I i don't i'm not a uh, you know a well it is good because it's interesting that i went in such a different direction and tried to watch it when i was i don't know why i was so fascinated with it when I was little. Now, I remember watching some of the old black and whites as a kid. Like Frankenstein and... Frankenstein and The Blob. The Blob was... Uh, I don't know if it was in full color back then, but it's in full color now. Really? Mm-hmm. I think what I saw was like black and white. But... They may have restored it to mm-hmm, color, mm-hmm. but or they may have shown it in theaters and on TV. I don't know. But I just saw it on TV. I did not Uh-oh. see it in theaters. Yeah, that was in 58. You would have been a little young. <laughs> no, I didn't see I didn't see it in 58. Unfortunately, I wasn't around then, but I saw it oh, later yeah, on were, TV. You were born in 59. 59. Okay, so yeah. You wouldn't have seen it. Yeah, it, it's one of my favorites, The Blob and Frankenstein's good. We watched a Creature from the Black Lagoon. That might be what month. I'm thinking of too. That one was in black oh, those, and white. Yeah, all those underwater shots of them mm-hmm. swimming around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
What did you think that me watching horror was going to do? Like, You know, I don't know. There's just a dark, it's just a dark side. And mm-hmm. you want to, you know, you, you're, as a parent, you want to protect your children from those dark, evil. That part of humanity. <laughs> yes. Even if it's just uh, on the screen, you know, you just want everything to be, you know, rainbows and roses, I guess. But, and, and I think because I didn't like them. It just was natural for me not to want you to watch them. Because mm-hmm. I didn't, they made me tense and they made me anxious. And I didn't want you to feel that, you yeah. know, as a kid. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want you to not be able to sleep at night and have to get up and go to school or whatever. Yeah. But your dad loved them and he didn't say, see anything wrong with it. And he's like, oh, it's just TV. It's just a movie. It's just a movie. Or it's just this. Or, you know, yeah. it's not any big deal. She All knows right. the difference. It's not real. You know, so I guess I, I kind of came around. Eventually. Came around. You I mean, I, there, <laughs> there's not much you can do. You know, yeah. It never. I mean, he was such a wonderful person, and you know, it didn't affect. It really didn't affect him as far as yeah. having a dark side or a bad personality right. or anything like that. So how could I really argue with him? Yeah. You know, I could. Do you remember any particular movies where I asked to come sleep with you? I think I had a lot of. No, I think a lot of times you would have friends over, too, and you would yeah, have somebody true. in your trundle bed or whatever yeah. in the room with you. I but, also think I knew you didn't like it, so I don't think I very often would it would be worth it for me to go If you prove came a point. and crawled in bed with us, uh, I, don't, I don't know that I knew it was because of a scary movie, yeah. maybe a bad dream or something yeah. like that, you mm-hmm. would say, oh, I had a bad dream. I remember <laughs> after Signs. I slept in Chad's bunk bed with Dad on the bottom because he was gone and me on the top so that if the aliens came, they'd get him first. <laughs> <laughs> and then I remember you weren't there, but at the exorcism of Emily Rose, I slept in your spot because you weren't home for some reason that weekend. It might so, have been a three-day weekend yeah, or something. Really or, or I might have been at women's retreat or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah... Um, I never really knew it if you were afraid, because I think you and Dad must have had some kind of pact that you can't get you can't tell, tell on me for letting you watch these movies well, if they make you he afraid. He would just say you can't watch this if you can't sleep alone, you know. So mm-hmm. I'd just be like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, I watch it, it's fine. But that's probably why I never got over my night lights issue. <laughs> I still sleep with the TV on. I don't do total darkness. And, that's, and see, I can sleep in total darkness. Yeah, that probably me. goes back to all the movies I've watched with yeah. standing staring at you in the dark. Remember when I had them put those rope lights all up in my bedroom and uh, how bright that was? Yeah. yeah. I do remember one of the most horrifying things that ever happened to me, and it wasn't movie-related. But I remember it was like having an out-of-body experience. My parents were having company one night, and it was past our bedtime. You know, we had like an 8.30 bedtime or something as how kids. How old were you, you think? I probably was in third grade or something, mm-hmm. young. Okay. I was pretty young. I was in grade school. And I slept in a bedroom by myself, you know, being the only girl. I had like a little full-size bed. And mm-hmm. uh, my mom, we had this vacuum cleaner. And my mom, you know, she was <laughs> in a hurry to get the house all cleaned up before these friends came by. And uh, so... She had this vacuum cleaner, and it was an upright, but it had, like, hoses hanging on it. Mm-hmm. And she stuck it inside my door to hide it, you know, instead mm-hmm. of putting it back in the closet like it right. always belongs. Yeah. She just stuck it in my door. 
And, you know, my room is dark, but there's a little light behind it, mm-hmm. a little light behind it. And I couldn't see what it was, but all I saw was this creature standing there with these funky little arms oh, hanging no. off, curled arms. <laughs> I literally was petrified. I mean, it was like I had a out-of-body experience where I was like hovering over this thing. and But my heart was beating and I was like hyperventilating and I hot under the covers for hours for hours and then finally my mom came in and I I was awake this whole time I mean company probably left at midnight and with some of their friends my dad worked a couple you know and she came in and turned the hall light on and I could finally see what it was and I just started bawling my mom's like (laughs) What is wrong with you? <laughs> I said that vacuum cleaner has been haunting me. It looks like a monster all night long. It's a big old ugly monster. And my mom thought that was kind of funny. I didn't ever think it was funny. Yeah. Because it was probably one of the. I mean, if I'm still remembering that now at it my me- age, it, it made a up. huge impression. <laughs> it was scary. I have always had really vivid nightmares, even to this day. I don't know what that's all about. I really don't. Are you a vivid dreamer? You know, sometimes and it, not very often that I wake up and I remember what I've dreamt. Mm-hmm. Did you or do you believe in, like, obviously we had an experience in the house that we grew up in, but how do you feel about, like, paranormal stuff? You I know, know it sometimes can conflict with, you know, religious right. ideals. And I have a, I'm a deeply, I feel like I'm a pretty deeply faithful person. Uh, Religion-wise, I'm not real religious, and I think there's a big difference there. Mm -hmm. But I think in life, and you know, there are things that we just can't explain, Uh and there are things we'll probably never know. Uh But I just believe that there's too many supernatural or paranormal things that happen that can't be explained for it not to be real. To some extent. Yeah, to some extent. Now, you know, I certainly wouldn't try to analyze that. I try not to, you know, mine is just to, you know, uh, believe in the the God that I have and the faith that I have and know that there are some things that I'm never going to understand. Yeah. Like, you know, just death. I mean, when people die, how young they die or how old they die or how they die. I mean, there are just some things you're just never going to know. Yeah. So you just have to accept that and live. Right. Well, before... We end our little segment. What's your, do you have a horror movie that's your favorite or do you just not like any of them? Mm, you know, one of the things that I really did kind of like that was a horror, horror related. genre? Yeah, I watched one of the seasons of American Horror. American Horror Story? American yeah. Horror Story. The one, I think it was the third, I guess, did it series. have the clown in it? It did. It That's ha- Freak Show. It was the fourth yeah, season. Yeah, Freak Show. Mm-hmm. I watched that one, and I, I actually looked forward to it every week because it was kind of a series, and it was like Freak Show. It was freaky. Yeah. And it wasn't so, it wasn't blood and guts and gore. It was just, you know, who done it? what's going line. on, a storyline, yeah. but it was crazy people, and yeah. there were some weird things in it. Okay. But my favorite movie, I think, maybe The Sixth Sense. Now, I would watch it again. Okay. And I would probably watch Signs again. Oh, Signs is really good. Really good. good And I've seen that several times. Okay. So you would watch the M. Night Shyamalan once again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I thought that was a really good movie. Well, 
thank you for coming on for this uh, Mother's Day episode. I appreciate it. I've enjoyed it. Thank you. Good. We're going to go back to, uh, I don't, I'm coming at y'all from Forney, Texas, and I usually don't get to come down here since I live in Colorado now, so we're going to go get some authentic Tex-Mex before I have to go back. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you for being here. And until next time, stay creepy.